1: What if I told you that pretentiously talking about shoes and music are not just Mike Ryan's niche anymore? That someone is, in fact, more bougie than Dan? What if I told you that man buns are back? That the Shoei, who is also a connoisseur of food, sports, and social issues, is top five, the best addition to the show throughout its damn near two-decade run, and it's not even close that just because 80 doesn't know, we know just who the hell Tony is. What if I told you that a man who was once a fan of the show became part of the show? 4040 presents the story of the one, the only, Anthony Kaladayud, or whatever the hell Chris Cody says.
0: And we are back with another edition of Lauer After Hours. All right, uh, not to pull a Dan on you, but uh, we got quite. I'll see. I don't know how many exactly how many questions we have left. But Let's go. I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to run over your time. I don't want to take. No, it, no, no. I'm waiting
2: for email. Uber eats. I'm. I'm waiting for Uber eats, and and they haven't sent anything yet. So. Okay. Well, let's, at some let's point, I'm going to yell out to my wife to go get something because we <laughs> live in an apartment far. complex and they don't let them bring it up. But the I'm, good thing about this is I'm it's good. not it's not live radio, so we
0: can edit out all the all the hiccups. You know, you know about producing podcasts. You're yeah, talking I do. Too. All right, uh, well. Price slash Katrina Jerns. Uh, he's got a question <laughs> about your sports career. Let's hear it.
3: Hey, what's up, man? What's good? All right, so. Uh, I wanted to know what's the most universal number that can be worn in any sport. That's uh, like my pick is number nine. Mm -hmm. So what's a uh, like Jerry Rice wore 80. It doesn't translate over to, you know, like basketball, something like that.
2: Right. To me, number seven, seven is the number across the board that I would wear um, no matter what it, you know, no matter what sport I could wear seven, it'd still be the number. Um, So seven
3: quick answer, seven. Okay. Even hockey. hockey Seven's a, a hockey
2: number? I, I mean, put it this way. In Miami, we have one ice skating rink. It's in Kendall, the Kendall Ice Skating Arena. And I've never, put it this way, I've put on I put on skates one time in my life. Um, couldn't skate. Ma-
3: man, I'm from Mississippi. You're, you're preaching to the <laughs> choir. Yeah. We, yeah. We don't you don't, do you hockey. don't have to talk to me about ice skating. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we don't do hockey. So for me, I haven't even thought twice about about hockey numbers. I just know that I know somebody wore seven. I, I couldn't put my finger on, on who. Um, but, you know. Right, there's yeah, more nah, you yeah.
3: need Cool. <laughs> cool. Seven. I'll rock with it. Seven. Cool.
2: Right on. Uh, up
0: next, we have uh, Morgan all the way. I think she's in the future. Wow. Uh, somewhere uh, down under. Morgan, yes. are you there?
4: Hey, I am. I just wanted to say hi. I haven't got hey, any Morgan. questions yet. Hi, Aunt. How are you?
2: I'm great. How's, uh, how's the weather over there?
4: That's cold and terrible, but it's all hmm. right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'll be back in a minute, but I just wanted to say hi. Hey. That was it. Bye. Cool. <laughs> Later.
2: <laughs> so well, that was okay. All right. The, was- phenomenon, the phenomenon of being across the entire planet is really interesting to me. Like when I was in Thailand for basically like a month, um, it was really weird living 12 hours in the future. And I was right. waking up at all weird sorts of times. And I remember I like I couldn't call my parents at this time because it was twelve hours in the future, and I was always a day ahead, and it really fucked me up. But um, but yeah, that's.
5: Wait, what, what was your favorite part of Thailand?
2: Um, Thailand, wow. Um, just because my wife's listening, my wife it was our honeymoon, and I love her.
0: Oh, good answer. <laughs> good answer. She
2: may be she may be on the phone or watching something. Um, no, the the beaches were incredible. Um he's looking over his i don't shoulder, know if you and can, she, can can you see her arm look her arm right there uh
0: yeah we see her waving right. anyways
2: the um the beaches were were absolutely incredible and, and if you guys follow me on social you, you saw um just how like emerald green the water was it was it was incredible we went to these caves that you could swim into well canoe into and then you would like come out outside of a cave like you literally had to like Go like this and like almost do, you know, if you're going down a water slide or something and they tell you to put your arms, you know, Pharaoh style, we had to go under that. And then you'd come up on this cave and it's like a lagoon inside. It was, you know, absolutely incredible. So for me, the beaches um, were just a highlight. They're, you know, some of the greatest beaches on the planet.
5: Fantastic.
2: Food was incredible. And you guys know, obviously, I'm, I am the undisputed king when it comes to taste buds and palates. I don't care who <laughs> says otherwise on the show. I have the most refined palate. I was um, gonna say food, that's
0: quite the that's quite the claim with a with dude that's got a nickname of Fat Chris and you got the baby hippo running the show.
2: It's true, <laughs> it's but the he thing ate is the food. Exactly. <laughs> thank you, Morgan. Just because you eat all the food doesn't mean that you know what's good. And um we had we had, you know, I love Thai food. Um I love uh pad thai, but the pad thai that we get, we got over there is not the same pad thai that Americans eat. It's more of like an egg-based noodle and it's flat and they do very simple ingredients um if you're not if you're weak of stomach i wouldn't suggest watching how they cook the food because it's basically in a back alley with a wok that's you know been used for 15 years and they're just going after it and there's ingredients all over the place and they're just throwing stuff in the food was awesome but the only problem was when we went out to the street that's where the really good food was in the resorts and the hotels we stayed at Foreign countries have a weird knack for trying to Americanize food. And when we, when we went, it was like, all right, um, we just want to grab a quick bite at the pool bar. And it's like a Thai rendition of a burger. And it was like a hockey puck. And I was just like, this is, not, this is not what I wanted. So we, you were always safe going Thai. Um, but if you tried to go out of bounds and, and get something Americanized, it was probably not going to be that good. Right.
4: Yeah. I found a
5: place that was like, it looked like an absolute shack, but, um, they made uh green curry spaghetti. Oh my God.
2: Green. Don't even get me started with green curry. <laughs> I green um, curry is incredible. So Morgan, you've been to Thailand.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but green curry spaghetti where they tried to mix two cultures and I was like, yeah, this is it. <laughs> this is the stuff. <laughs>
2: Green curry, if you guys haven't tried to go to a Thai restaurant, eat green curry, it's it's fantastic. And so is Tam Kagai soup, which is like a coconut based chicken soup. It's it's out of this world.
0: I've had that before. That's incredible.
1: I'm a tum Yum gang.
2: Yeah? Okay. Mm.
0: I won't fault you for that.
2: What about <laughs> Thai tea? Love it.
0: Up next, we have a we have a newcomer to the show. Um, but he's he's been around, uh he's been listening and running a fan account for a while now. We got the the Cody Cavalry. You are oh, back, so man.
2: let's go. Stand up. What's up, man? This What's is Drake. Happening? This What's is up, Drake. Drake. I run the uh, Cody Cavalry. Um, I got two questions for you. Um, starters, in basketball terms, you got one jumper to hit for the game winner. Outside of the paint, where are you going? Left wing, right wing, top of the key, three-pointer. Where are you going? Are you I'm going, going... uncontested,
3: catch
0: and shoot, or are you going dribble, dribble, hit it?
2: Um, I'm going top of the key, three, the longest shot in basketball. Um, a
0: Lillard on our hands here. Yeah,
2: the the longest shot in basketball, three from the top of the key and off of a, a stagger screen, rolling up from the wing, catching it in rhythm and letting it go high, high, high up top.
0: He did okay. not hesitate with that answer. Like clearly, this a lot man of game has- winners, yeah. a yeah. lot
2: of game winners in adult league okay. with that right. same right. exact okay. shot. Yeah, that I confidence the is, that confidence is a hunter. And then, <laughs> so so second, the second one's a, a four part quick hitter, um, rapid fire. Uh, we got school lunch, or did you bring your own lunch? School lunch because back in the day, they were able to smuggle in somehow or another Papa John's pizza, and I would get two Papa John's pizzas, eight slices, obviously. Um, I would get a bag of chips and a water for five bucks. So, next is G Unit or Little John and them Eastside boys. Wow. Um. Wow. Uh, G Unit, G Unit, because I love Lloyd Banks. Yeah, I'm with you. Next is bacon or sausage. Bacon for sure. And then last, who's the runner up to Nike? Um. Wow. Man, that's a good question. Runner up to Nike, if if hmm. if we're talking Adidas shoes, like shoe. yeah. If we're talking, all shoes, or are we just talking worldwide? Everything, all sports worldwide. I mean, I guess the quick answer is Adidas. Um, but I'd have to like I'm I'm a Nike guy through and through. Like I have one pair of Adidas that I that I was given, and everything else I own is Nike. So I'm I'm true. I'm very brand loyal when it comes to when it comes to the nike so for me it'd be adidas but it's a distant second distant second so no under armor under armor is cool i I have a shitload of under armor socks i got a ton of under armor socks i don't know if they're making a lot of money off me buying socks and i know they've been having some issues lately but (laughs) socks i have a ton of them
0: right on all right we're gonna keep it moving here uh let's see pamela is joining us i think she said from Virginia, uh, she's also a newcomer to the uh, the Lauer After Hours, um, and she's got a question about the show as well. Shoot.
4: Hey, so I'm Halloween Basic on Twitter. Um, question about drawing in my teenage girls. They would okay. get the show. Their personalities are the show. Mm-hmm. So what do I hook them with?
2: <sighs> wow. it's um, a good question. What do you hook teenage girls in? They like the, they they don't know they like the show yet, but yeah. their <laughs> personality is the show.
5: Um,
4: I like to see Anna Stugas.
2: Have yes. they
5: actually seen <laughs> Ant though? Because that might actually be useful. Exactly.
2: The problem is I'm not on cam. I'm not on cameras oh, as much now. as I should be. <laughs> I'm not on camera as much as I should be. Um, that's another question for or another statement for another day. But um, to me, I think it's it's the draw of we really don't talk sports, right? Like, I feel like a lot of women have a hang up when it comes to, um, when it comes to sports radio, because like, I don't really give a shit about who wants it more. Russell Wilson really wants this game and he's got a lot of heart. Like I'm bored by that stuff. So for me, I I wouldn't even want to listen to it. I think the, a perfect example way to get them in is just us being completely idiots, completely stupid, the, I, I saw it today and, and it came up on my timeline, um, the, set, the Cafecito segment where we did basically the entire first segment of the national show playing one more time by Daft Punk for no other reason other than we were just completely zapped. And we were like, it was crazy. It was like a club inside. We were all sweating. It was hot. Like something like that where you can show them and be like, look, these guys are just a bunch of idiots. They probably shouldn't even have a radio show. They just like to have a lot of fun. And I'd say those, um, if, if they're introspective, Dan is, you know, on parallel when it comes to, you know, social commentary and stuff like that. If you have a little bit more of the intellectual side of, you know, of your girls, but to me, it's just listen to stupid stuff. Like we, we do a lot of stupid content. (laughs) so it's it's really easy to draw somebody in when it's when it's the guys and you know the joke you getting brought into the joke of this is a sports radio show that makes fun of sports radio shows
4: perfect i'll use it tomorrow hey some of the let him know yeah when you're back hey these guys are stupid come listen exactly (laughs) perfect (laughs) thank you
2: thanks fam
0: it's a good question that's a it's a tricky question you know for sure you're uh, it's 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 kind of hard to know what, what's gonna draw people exactly like the moment they're gonna get it you know right. uh, we got a few more questions here Bruce is up next he's got a question about Bruce. urban legends okay you know, I, I got another one too but uh, I grew up and there's a bunch of urban legends around where I grew up and I was curious if you had any and I imagine I'm kind of curious to see if they like kind of involve around the same thing
5: because like, it seems like urban legends like everything like needs something they like attract the ghost out. i am seeing if you have anything like that in your area.
2: So Bruce, where, where are you originally from? Like, where are uh, you right now? Cincinnati, but I'm in Georgia right now. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, so the Cuban culture is very superstitious and very um, <laughs> just <laughs> ridiculous. So we have a lot of stuff and I, I don't know if I would equate it to an urban legend, but it's a lot of stuff that, it, that are old wives tales, basically. And there's a lot of them. So I'll give you a couple of them. One, um, and everybody knows this one, you can't eat and then go into the pool. You have to wait a full two hours because you'll get something called an embolia, which is basically like a stroke. So if you eat anything and go into the water at any time, you're going to have a stroke and die. That's one of them. Another one, don't take a shower while there's a thunderstorm or a lightning storm outside because I've never heard of anybody get electrocuted by the water of the shower. But Cuban moms, make sure and tell you do not do it. Another one, don't walk barefoot. You're going to catch a cold in your house. The floor is cold. It goes up through your feet and it gives you a cold. (laughs) I don't know why. Another one, um don't if there's a bug flying around don't look at don't look at it cross side because your eyes will stay that way that's another one of my favorite ones um don't i got guys i got a ton of them um don't if you're in a hot you know scenario don't drink something cold too fast because again you'll have a stroke and die so <laughs> those are those are most of the urban legends and and old wives tales that we have um, they're ridiculous and none of them are true but you know, just Cuban moms be like that sometimes. <laughs> right, I got- Except the empacho. Yeah. Well, yeah, that'll get you too.
6: Right, I got one more too. Uh,
2: have you ever pooped your pants? <laughs> I've been close. I've been super close. Um, I've never, I've never, you know, obviously outside of being a baby and a toddler, uh, I've never um, done that. I have a very strong uh, bowel system. I've been very close. For one time I was driving home from a friend's house and nobody was home and it was dark and the porch light went out and I was trying to find my key to insert into the door and I was fumbling and I couldn't do it. And, you know, luckily I, uh, I was able to, to, you know, make it in the nick of time, but i've never i've never pooped myself i'm sorry
0: well, don't apologize for that that's a pretty good streak you know there's nothing to nothing to be sorry about i mean it the streak on our show is i think so far everybody has has had a story that we've had on uh i don't know if you've had a chance to listen but mikey c's story is horrifying i mikey recommend C. not listening to that episode uh if you can help it um
2: hey so, what about kentucky way? fraud kentucky fraud chickens <laughs> you've never you've never even sharded? no never i'm telling it's you, it's you very, very, wow. very strong system. By the way, everything you hear about everything you hear about Mikey C.
1: Him
2: back. Back. Bring him out. Bring him out. Everything you've heard about Mikey C. is 100% true. I've it. observed Mikey C. for a year and a half when I was in Bristol. Everything is 100% true, and I've seen it with my own eyes.
0: He so. seems uh, pretty authentic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. we, appre- yes. we appreciated Absolutely. his candor, to say the least. All right, uh, Bruce, uh, with his poop question, uh, that's his, like, go-to uh, thing. We, we really appreciate him being the guy to take the hit for that. Barrett, you are up next, man. We're going to re-
4: really switch gears here. Let's hear it. Hey there. We're here on the Lower After Hours with Ant from the shipping container. And uh, basically, what drew me into being a fan of you was your food takes mm-hmm. and – now that dad pods a thing, I think eating good with ant should be a weekly segment. Just throwing that out there. I agree. But so my question is, what is your go-to meal to make for your woman and what's your favorite one that she makes for you?
2: Ooh, easy. I have it right off the top of my head. So yes, eating good with ant needs to come to my side of the of the mystery crate. And you know, hopefully we can we can make some of that happen. Um the best thing that I cook for her is is tacos i'm a great taco maker i make crunch wrap supremes i make cheesy gordita crunches from scratch um so that's my my go-to the best thing that she makes for me is she does and you know in cuban culture which is basically breaded chicken but the way she does it is absolutely incredible so that's that's my favorite thing that she does so i cook kick-ass mexican food she cooks Everything else really well, but the most you know delicious thing is her um is her breaded chicken. It's incredible.
0: Good answer. Good answer. Aaron's got a uh, a follow up to that. Um, uh, another question about marriage so far, Aaron.
6: All right. I first just want to start this off by stating my disappointment in your lack of Memphis rappers in your uh, hip hop discussion <laughs> earlier, but I'll let that slide. Paul um, and MJG. That's ready.
2: right. Come on. Uh, I- there's there's a space hold on there's a space for tennessee three six mafia like you know that there's a definite space for that you know i I just the thing is there's there's not really many avenues to bring it up which is the the unfortunate part but i I love juicy J. he's transcended his career from three six mafia to when he hooked up with taylor gang with Wiz khalifa like he's been able to do far exceedingly more than I think anybody thought of when, when he was with three, six mafia.
6: Go ahead. No doubt. No doubt. Um, So my question is, so uh, I'm closing in on my one year wedding anniversary. Well, tomorrow actually, but um, I just wanted to see what was the one thing like out of everything you've learned in your, in, in your time being married, what's the, what's the biggest thing
2: you've had that was (laughs) something you had to learn about being married (laughs) Um, very, very easy. And it's the first thing that came to my head is so living in Connecticut, I'm a, I'm a clean person. Um, hygiene wise, but I'm a bit messy. So I have organized chaos in my life where I know where things are. Don't move it because I know exactly that that shirt is underneath the shorts that I left next to the bed. I know exactly (laughs) where everything is. It's just messy. My wife hates that I'm messy. That's one of the things. And another thing too, ladies, I'm sorry. Sometimes I pee on the toilet seat and I and I think I'm by myself and then, you know, I got to clean it. So that's that's for me has been the biggest learning curve in Connecticut. I live by myself. I could do whatever I wanted. Now, you know, I got somebody else here who who doesn't like to sit on a dirty toilet seat. And I completely understand that. So I got to get better. That's something I got to get better on.
0: It's a good answer. And you have uh, you have been so gracious with your time, man. I know we're uh, we we're we're asking for a lot here. Um, All good. But that that was I think we got to everybody other than uh, Coach Debra. Are you still there? We got a couple, if, we
2: got a couple, we got more. Let's, let's get out. Who, who else needs questions? Well,
0: I, I'll answers. just, I don't know if she's actually still on the call or not, but uh, I'll just go ahead. What SpongeBob character do you identify with the most?
2: Hmm. Wow. It's um, a deep question. That's a deep is. philosophical it is. question. It is because you have to, you really have to get through a lot of the layers and what it's trying to tell society. Um,
5: <laughs> right. Bro, you Finally are the it. you are the weightlifting lobster like larry <laughs> larry, larry yeah that's i didn't even who think you are. of larry
2: i didn't even think of larry he's he's a uh, a peripheral a peripheral mm. character um i'd say from the main characters i feel sometimes i'm a little plankton you know i'm oh, i'm wow. the guy okay. that's trying to that's trying to break the the cog in the machine to create my own lane and sometimes right. i'm in the chum bucket you know saying damn how am i going to make shit happen and that's me i'm i'm sometimes plankton <laughs>
0: I think uh Man. John John had a comment uh uh in our group chat about how he wasn't uh, uh sure if you were coming for Billy's seat or like <laughs> when you first showed up on the show, but like now that you're you you know you're you're basically you're fit right into the groove now. You're you're one of the boys.
2: Yeah. I, I was, I was never, I'm never gunning for anybody's job. Um, right. I think, I think for, for me, everybody brings such a unique perspective and, and such a unique flavor to the show, which is why you guys love it. Um, I've my, my goal, and it goes back to, I think what, um, what the mayor was saying was what I try to do is just be myself and, and continue to push these guys and, and make them better by making me better so I, I'm never gunning for anybody's seat I never want anybody to lose any sort of job I'm just here to make the show the best that I can and uh, just you know continue to do good work enough so that when we get back to some semblance of normalcy and we're back in the uh, in the studio. That they bust the wall that I currently sit at, so I can have a little bit more extended glass, maybe a camera right here next to me, so you well, guys look. He's already it.
0: you're already remodeling. You're you remodeling know, the studio. We already. can do
2: it. There's not many people <laughs> in there. We probably should have done it during the uh, yeah during, during the, the pandemic. Shutdown, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, so so I, I, got a quick,
1: I got a quick one for you. I vaguely remember. Do you remember the first time you were sent to the penalty box?
2: I do. I was. I was McCullough. I was. Sent to the penalty box with a mean. Um, yes. I held up a paper saying "Bristol save us." It's also my <laughs> LinkedIn profile picture because I don't give a shit, and I'm not that professional. Um, yeah, I do remember it, and and I remember the the tons of people that that hit me up because my wife took a picture of it, put it on social, a couple other people, and it's like the outpouring of people saying like, "Holy shit, dude! Like you made it." It was it was really cool. So yeah, that's that's something that that I remember for a long time and, and i also guys give me one second the uber eats guy here are you ready go for it hello oh it's a hi okay okay you guys want me to translate <laughs> yeah, yeah john what, what did you just
4: say yeah please
1: he just said hey uh are you guys there okay i'll be right there
2: it was quick <laughs> hey.
4: Can hey, back down? to the Spongebob question. Obviously, Ant is Handsome Squidward, right?
2: That too, yeah. Squilliam, handsome is his squidward. name Squilliam or is his name something Yo, else? I don't no, remember. when Squilliam, hey, no, like, squi-
4: his face up and he gets handsome, that's you. Yeah, right. uh, yeah <laughs> Squ-
5: Squillium is the guy that is, like, his, like, nemesis. His arch nemesis, yes. He's
2: Pablo. Pablo, he's Pablo. is, is, is Squilliam. <laughs> hey, we, we, all right, just, uh, we're going to let you go. give me one second. Oh, yeah, go for it, go for it. Um no, his name is not William. His name is give me a second. This is the this is it is a Toyota Camry. His name is Renee.
6: Hey, did anybody ask him if he wanted a rematch with my money?
2: Stupak, I did, and I said anytime, any day, I just need a mic that I'm not on Zoom.
0: So <laughs>
3: We yeah, got. We got at least. Sad, I got at
2: least another fifteen minutes, so we can get a couple more questions in for sure.
0: Okay, so so this is something that a few people have been debating uh, in the chat. Can lakes and rivers have beaches just like oceans?
2: I mean, they can. They can. like lakes for sure. Like uh-huh. I know a couple people here in Georgia, Lake Lanier, which I've been to you know multiple times. They have beaches. Um, by the way, complete. You know, sub topic um apparently and if you guys don't know what i'm talking about i'm sorry for the for the uniquely georgia people or people that know about uh like barrett (laughs) who knows about lake lanier there's actually a town underneath lake lanier that was flooded and you can go down there it's like i don't even know how many hundreds of feet down and it's still there like houses and streets and signs and all that stuff is still there am i right or wrong on that
4: that is completely true but I will argue that there are no beaches on Lake Lanier. I know that lake, like the back of my hand. I mean,
2: beaches, but there's sand going into water. So kind of like clay. that's a...
4: Okay, it's, it's clay. clay. Right.
5: The, and you, just, you just like nailed, like you, you just drilled in on my argument. It's not a beach. It's just sand going up to water. Yeah. I mean,
4: <laughs> Jeff, give us the definition of a beach.
5: Oh, yeah. What was it? Uh, it was something along the lines of like, you can swim from there and get your ass Bit by a shark.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so it's, if lakes are it, out,
5: it's tidal, and I can okay. take a boat to another continent. That's, that's mm-hmm. where I'm at.
2: Okay, does it have to be saltwater or freshwater? Because that's probably another part of your argument.
5: Well, can you take a boat from a freshwater place to another continent?
6: You ever seen the Mississippi River? I was going to say, you could go yeah. from there to another Yeah, place. but
5: then you get, you get brackish. Has
6: to be salt and, water.
5: And salt water. Yeah, you know, I think I it's got to be salt Is, water. Yep, salt water. I, I think I, I'm sandbar, going salt, right, Aaron?
6: That's right.
0: <laughs> yeah, sandbar.
6: Absolutely.
0: All right, we got his answer on that real quick. Yes or no? Gas station sushi? No. Oh man. All right. <laughs> you're, break, you're breaking Aaron's heart. You're breaking Aaron's. <laughs> it's time, heart. time for a debate with Aaron. You're, you're two for anybody. two, breaking that man's heart with the <laughs> Sorry, black Aaron. Memphis rappers.
4: Make your Sorry. case,
6: Aaron.
2: Yeah, let real me hear quick. it.
6: All right, now I'm not just going to any gas station I see and just buying okay. sushi from it. There's a there's a sushi restaurant or <coughs> restaurant gas station. It might as well be a restaurant because it's so good in uh, <laughs> in Memphis, and they make fantastic sushi. It got a write up in the newspaper and the commercial. Aaron, I'll ask you this: what's Everything. the nearest
2: What's the nearest ocean to Memphis, Tennessee? Um, Biloxi, Mississippi, Gulf of Mexico, right? That's correct um what kind of sushi do you guys get there because there's only so many fish that can be on sushi that come from the gulf H- have you ever had sushi with crawfish in it i haven't but i love crawfish i love a good boil yeah, it's, it's if you have anybody from
6: nolan's it's a fantastic sushi roll with crawfish in it
2: i mean i believe you
5: but Absolutely. aaron aaron if if so presumably the crawfish is cooked thereby negating the fact that it's sushi to begin with
2: mm.
6: yeah. well Look, I don't judge sushi by whether it's cooked or uncooked. I judge sushi by whether or not it's rolled in, in, in rice and seaweed and, and cut up into little bitelets that I can eat on the go. The thing is, oh, well.
2: if it's a sushi restaurant man. that is also in a gas station, okay, I get it. It's not gas station sushi. It just It is a sublease of the gas station to have a sushi restaurant. Rom- sushi restaurant inside of it so i mean you know okay i get that
6: Rest- restaurant is is loosely used in this situation it's really just a uh <laughs> like a pop-up guy top? that rolls sushi and then and then uh you can just walk up and they, there's like a little you know those little gas station
5: tables that you can like yeah. sit one person on each side so and, so the guy sells that-
1: lot- and then he sells you lottery tickets
5: yeah does, <laughs> that does, precisely that- correct. does the guy that roll the sushi also pump your gas is the question <laughs> no it, do
2: people still doesn't. pump gas like that he
3: just rings you up
2: can you Uber I
5: in New New from New Jersey, the gas yeah. station? Ooh, in Oregon. yes in Oregon. you can
6: uber ease from the gas station
0: okay we got uh just to get this back on the rails real quick and i know you got food coming uh we're gonna let beat count uh end it uh because he has a question that uh that mike can help us beat count you there
1: let's hear it and what's going on is beat what's count up what's up Beat count count on twitter
2: yeah what's up, man? my man Hey,
1: first off, can we get a "What's up, boys"? What's
2: up, boys? All right. And by the All way, right. that was totally and and I'll and I'll kind of segue here. Um, and then you can ask your question. Um, "What's up, boys" was a totally authentic, completely just genuine thing of like what I would do to the boys. So like when I open up, so sometimes I would get there as the Lauer was taping. So since I don't have a personal mic on my desk, sometimes I would just come in, do my work, start up on the day, and not really you know say anything. When they would bring me in that was just the general thing that I would say is what's up boys. And it stuck. And it was, you know, kind of my calling card and stuff. So that, that came, it wasn't a bit, it wasn't something fabricated. It was just completely genuine uh, from, from my heart, for you, for everybody. I love it, man. I love it. So listen here, we are
1: a, a very new podcast. Um, what are some best practices for us that we can become better? Because obviously the Lebertard show was two gods is as everyone knows impeccably produced so how can we get better
2: um man and and i kind of have a story for everything that's just my nature but i remember um and and i'll have the answer is have fun um i remember when i was still doing um small time radio in in miami where i was paying for time on a station i would do stuff with my with my college there was a um There was a Miami Dolphins road rally for a Thursday night game against the Buffalo bills. And there was a, you know, if people know Miami sandbar in the Grove, there was a watch party there. My Miami people know. Um, and Stu Gotts and and Dan were there. And buddy of mine, um, and I went and you can, if you scroll down far enough in my Instagram, you can actually see the picture. And I want to say it was November, November of like 2014. And I actually am wearing this exact same hat if you go back and look at it. But when I was talking to Dan, I introduced myself, my buddy introduced him. We're both huge fans, obviously. And I told him, look, you know, I've been listening to you since I was a kid. Um, we're doing a radio show. We're just kind of messing around, this and that. I remember the the first words he said to me was like, dude, have fun. Like, that's the that's the opinion that is, you know, the most, not opinion, but just the the most the best advice I ever got was just have fun. And and that's why I think when, when you have fun on something and, and people see the passion that you have, people see like that you really give a shit about it, um, people will listen and, and gravitate towards it. I have I have a, a, a really cool book and I'm a big reader. Um, I don't know where it is. Uh, Tim Ferriss, who does a lot of really good like self-help stuff and, and just kind of a genius in his own right. Um, he has a book called tribe of mentors, which is basically him talking to 300 of the most influential and successful people in, uh, in the world. And one of them, I can't even remember what the guy's name was. He was like a writer and, and, you know, he created a website. And one of the things he said was imagine that you're writing or you're talking or you're podcasting or you're drawing or you're painting or you're playing video games, whatever you can fill in as the, as the, you know, as the noun there. do it like if you were doing it in front of 20,000 you, right? Like it's it's an entire stadium filled of just ant of just me, right? And and when you start thinking of the bigger picture, there's always somebody that's going to like what you're doing. Like if you like it, somebody else likes it. You just have to be able to put out there and, you know, have people find it. And I think that's, to me, that's the biggest advice I could give is, is have fun in what you're doing and always do what you want to do because somebody somewhere is going to like it.
0: What a fantastic note to end. That's on. awesome, and, man. Thank you so man, much. You're, for you're the, the freaking man. I yeah.
2: appreciate <laughs> you guys, man. Like, Hey,
0: everybody Or go ahead, Aunt. go ahead.
2: I, I just wanted to sign off. Like, like, to me, if, if you would have told me um, – if you would have told me four years ago when I was – actually, yesterday, like four years ago yesterday, Kevin Durant came out with the Players' Tribune, I'm going to Golden State, whatever the picture and the whole thing. I remember being at a Fort Lauderdale City 4th of July parade. It was 99 degrees outside. I was standing under a tent, and I was there from 7 in the morning till 9 o'clock at night. And if you would have told me then – that four years from now, I'd be doing this with you guys, I wouldn't have believed it. Like for me, this is, I, I could do this for five hours, like (laughs) just sharing with you guys and like feeling the love that, that you guys have for somebody that you don't even know. Like, I, like you guys don't know me, you know, like, and, and it still comes through like the positivity, the love that you guys have for me, for the show. And I don't know if, if the guys um, say it as much just because they've been doing it longer for me, man. This is like, like, I can't even describe to you the, the high that I get from, from just talking with you guys, from just chopping it up and and answering questions and just letting you know, like I'm just a regular ass dude that got really blessed. Like, to be honest, like that's, that's how I take kind of every day and for the future, like, you know, we're, we're going to be doing a lot of cool things. So I'm, I'm just super appreciative of everybody. And Man, just my, my, um, I, I love it. I love it. Well, thank cool. you again. So we'll, we'll talk to so you tomorrow. Much. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> we go. I need everybody you, to. Thank, thank you, aunt. Aunt. Thank thank you aunt. aunt.
1: Thank you,
2: Thank you. Aunt. Aunt. Thank you. Thank, aunt.
1: Aunt. thank you. Thank thank you. you aunt. Aunt. Let's go. love. Right. Enjoy, Enjoy your lunch. food. All right. Yeah, it's getting cold.
2: Aunt,
0: thank aunt, you thank much, again so much, man. We appreciate it, guys. Your time. You could be more gracious
2: with it. Local Boy Made Good always always repping 305 forever um you guys right, let me know shoot me the link i'm gonna tweet it out and it out. and put it out you know hey well, we'll
0: absolutely there's like i said before there's stew gots and all of us so we'll be hitting you up trying to get you to set us <laughs> up with other people like guest booking like you know all, all that good stuff
2: uh, putting me to work all right that's cool all
0: right <laughs> and thank you again go enjoy your food man
2: later guys appreciate you
5: bye
4: thanks you. thank you very much
5: what the that was so fucking good!
4: Yeah, that was Dude, awesome. Dude, is
1: that was fantastic. a absolutely holy beast. shit. Wait, we we have. I threw the end there, that's I the think... third
6: time
4: I cried today. <laughs> oh. Jeff, Morgan, was, and
1: myself wore uh, the turtlenecks, man. and nobody else wore
4: turtlenecks. What's
1: up? I don't have, have a turtleneck, John. I'm I sorry. Find I tried. John, no, I it,
4: get where it was. my job it's 100
1: color. degrees outside here. I am not wearing a freaking turtleneck, man. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to
3: not sweat sweating my ball we were supposed to wear turtlenecks, I wasn't aware.
5: Dude, I freaking, it, it's <laughs> like 95 here today, and I got my AC cranked so hard just so I could get through that thing with a turtleneck. you so red. Yeah, like, yeah.
4: Do you
1: guys know uh, that I, I live in uh, Miami? And Morgan looks like
5: a real
1: estate agent. No, <laughs> oh, I
5: don't
4: have the business. you selling tickets to uh, the opera house. All right, I'm paying the <laughs> I could sell you some insurance, too, because that's a fraud as well. Everything's hey, Drake, wrong.
0: Pamela, y'all did a great job. Morgan, you did a great job as always. Everybody yeah, everybody so killed it with their questions. Kept, First,
4: y'all kept saying everything. that Drake was the Chris Cody of our group, and it was making me laugh so hard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yo, that, that real Barrett laugh, we have to keep that in. That That's that's our Hakeem Knicks laugh right there. The real Barrett. You're gonna hear it about 45 minutes in when, when we do that playback. You're gonna hear it. It was chef's kiss.
5: How the, the hell, hell do Operator we King, these people? It's insane. Like, what the Dude, hell is like, going on? How do we get them all within like 15 days? It sure. It's insane. It's family love. That's
1: all it is. Love it's that's that's and, love, and, all and it is. seriously one of us, man. Like, he is seriously just
5: one of us, you know?
4: He grew true. up with the show, and he's yeah. a fan that's on he's it now. He's a fan that's on the workplace.
5: Fucking dope, man. Dude, you could literally give that guy the word ketchup, and he would talk about ketchup for 15 minutes. Dude, <laughs> dude like that was is it
3: ketchup man, that or ketchup. Cool. Yeah, man. No doubt. Hey, Love Stupac. you, Stupac. Your
4: comedian hey,
2: timing's
6: the but best. but y'all, too, bro.